Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 17 ESPN. This is L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. What's up? What's up? Anita Marks with you here on Bet LA, here on 710 ESPN LA. With you, with you for the next three hours, we've got a jam-packed show. Excited about it. A lot of information, getting you ready for the weekend to wager. And as I always like to say, you know, Mama always likes a new pair of shoes, uh, especially on Mondays. That's right. Um, so a lot going on. Uh, Sarah Barshop is going to join us. What's the latest with Matthew Stafford in uh, in that uh, alleged concussion issue. Uh, <laughs> if you do want to wager on this Rams cards game, how are we going to do it? We'll dive into all that. Randy Robles joins us for the Elias Sports Bureau. Uh, he gives us, as I like to call them, nuggets. They like to call them insights. Uh, Elias Sports insights on the Rams game, the Chargers game, and some others as well. Fat Jack, I'm... I'm too comfortable saying that now. There's something wrong with me. But uh, fatjacksports.com, that's where you can find him. Professional handicapper is going to join us as well. Uh, He'll give us his plays for the Rams, the Chargers, as well as UCLA and USC taking on some cupcake cupcake opponents this week. Um, and, And also we'll talk some college football with Tyler Fulgham who I work with on Daily Wager on ESPN. Hopefully uh, you watch Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Shameless plug, not so not so shameless. And, uh, and, and also, of course, another big storyline heading into this week of the NFL slate is uh, what, what's up with, uh, with Josh Allen. Is he going to be active and attractive? Is he not? My sources, quote unquote, not that I am anything close to Adam Schefter, uh, but my sources are telling me that he is not going to play um, so my sources are telling me that it's going to be uh, Case Keenum who's going to be starting for the Bills uh, against his former team, the Minnesota Vikings. So we're going to dive into all that. We're also going to talk about the Lakers. Uh, there's no futures odds out on the Lakers right now because typically, you know, how, how I like to, to do the show is, you know, make make, make the show conversational in regard to you feeling like you're listening to a regular sports talk radio show but tying in wagering to it. I just feel that that's the more entertaining aspect to it. So I always like to try to find, you know, some of the hot topics that are out there and then tie in uh, the gambling element to it. But unfortunately there are no futures odds out there pertaining to the Lakers, which is unfortunate. 
So, but we will dive into all that in, in the next three hours. Of course, Tyler and Rebecca are producing the show as always. So thrilled to be with them this evening. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Are good, you eating? Good. It sounds like you're. It sounds uh, you like ca- you caught me mid bite. Did I ca- did I ca- did I catch <laughs> you, you in, did, in like mid bite? You get mouthful. Time. Well, I, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm appreciate and 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 I love as you guys know. I, I love working with you each and every thursday evening all right as always um you know when whenever we start the show there's always just a few minutes left in the thursday night game and and just to bring you up to speed there atlanta falcons they're down by seven right now big reason why field goal kicker has been just absolutely horrendous tonight but uh, listen uh, there was a hurricane down in florida it made its way up to the carolina area and so they've been playing in the is it remnants is that even the right word i'm using sometimes i I, I feel like I, I make up words. Like, I'm not sure. What, what word are you trying to say? Like, like whatever, whatever's left of the storm has made its way to Carolina. Yeah, remnants is a good word. Okay, good. The remains. All right. Well, the remains, the remnants. Sounds like the title of a movie. I think it's a three-point Scrabble word, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, so right now, Carolina is up 22, 15. There's about two 33 left in the game and Marcus Mariota and this Atlanta Falcons team has an opportunity to drive down the field and tie it up. Maybe they go into overtime. Who knows? Um, I, I've, I've lost quite a bit of money tonight. And, and one thing about me, if you lo- listen, uh, I'm on earlier with, with Mason Ireland, they were out on remote tonight. Where were they today? Do you guys know where they were? They were they were out somewhere. They weren't in studio. They were at the Bastards Canteen. The Bastard that's that's actually the name of a of a location, Bastards Caffeine. Canteen. Bastards Canteen. Ca- Canteen. That's most certainly where they were. That sounds like fun. Oh, it was a blast. Were you, you there? Look, no, but you should look at their Twitter. There's lots of twerking videos, that's all I'll say. Oh, they were before I hung up. They were asking me like, "Who's going to win the twerking contest?" There and I go. said, "Yep." I said, "I." I <laughs> um, so who? So who? By the way, who won? I'm because sure my money Scott was on Kaplan. Sedano. I'm pretty sure Scott Kaplan won. Yeah. Because Steve Mason was not twerking. He he couldn't he couldn't get his legs in the air. He like was that. he was all hips and no booty. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Wasn't 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 Sedano part of the competition? That's where my money was. I you know, he is Latino. I didn't see any footage. The only footage I saw of Sedano was like a, the contest was over and somebody panned to him and he was like trying to twerk. But I don't know. He he could no. He so he wasn't uh, even Laura, a part Laura, of the contest. Laura, their producer, just walked in. And she said he did not participate. So, so oh, so I push. lost. The, so I lost there too. So I lost push, the Falcons. Anita. He didn't play, so it was a push. <laughs> So I lost. I, so when I was on earlier tonight, I said, listen, and here's, here's all the reasons why. This Carolina team, they've scored zero touchdowns in the first quarter. And oh, by the way, that streak continues. It was 3 nothing. Here's what I should have played. I should have played the under in the first quarter. I should have played the under in the first half. That's what I should have played. I didn't. I, I played Atlanta because I thought, you know, this matchup definitely bodes well for Atlanta after what we saw uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Mixon be able to do against this Carolina defense last last week. You know, the one thing that that Atlanta does so so well is run the football. But what happened was 
this game started and uh, all Carolina did was just put everybody on the line of scrimmage and said, okay, you want to run the football? Run the football. Go for it. And Atlanta couldn't do much. So, um, so I'm going to share some, some, I'm going to share some stats with you and pertaining to fantasy. You're not going to like them. That's for sure. Sorry, not sorry, but, um, I feel like, you know, I, I need to do this. So again, it is, uh, it, the, the Atlanta Falcons are down by seven. It's fourth and 18. And they're, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're trying to convert a first down so that they can keep this drive alive. And of course, Marcus Marietta goes down with a sack. Oh, it's just beautiful. Beautiful. So. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Mario, oh, well, let's start in the passing game. Uh, Marcus Mario, 19 of 29 with, for 186 yards and two touchdowns in one interception. He's been sacked four times for uh, minus 26. And now I think the sack was number five for a good seven yards. So it's five sacks now for a good, well, 30, 34 yards minus 34 yards. Do the math, Anita. Yes, I know it's late, but do the math. Uh, in regard to rushing, here's where it, it, it really gets sad. Uh, Marcus Mariota, three carries for 43 yards. Now, he has surpassed his rushing total. So if you did play over his rushing total, you got it. Huntley carried the ball five times for 32. Algier, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly, um, eight eight carries for 20 yards. Here Here's... <laughs> Here's where I was the big loser. Uh, Quarterell Patterson, five carries for 18 yards. What? What, no is, show? what is this? Yeah, what is this? Well, it's not that he was a no-show. It's just that, again, Carolina said, Are you're going to run the ball against us? Okay, we're going to put all 11 of us on the line of scrimmage, and let's see what you can do. Okay, but Quarterell and- Patterson is, is just as good at receiving the ball as he is at running the ball. So if one thing isn't working, why not try something else? Absolutely, but he only has one target. What's that about? Arthur Smith? Get me like, on the phone uh, with like, that man. Yeah, really. Well, he's he's on the sideline right now. I think we've got to, we've got to wait a, a good 30 minutes, maybe an hour, and then I think you could reach him on his cell. But... <laughs> What a, uh, this is this is just this has really been a complete poop show. Uh, not gonna lie. Um, I, I mean, listen, you've got PJ Walker quarterbacking. Let, let's just let's marinate in this for a minute, guys. Okay. You got PJ for the Carolina Panthers. You got PJ Walker quarterbacking, ten of sixteen for one hundred eight yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. So you've had so this is an Atlanta Falcons defense that was missing its two starting corners and pj walker still has just is 108 with no no touchdowns and no interceptions so um deontay foreman really has been the star of the show and he continues to be uh 29 carries for 124 yards and a touchdown i wouldn't be surprised if he scores one right now um lavisca chenault who Carolina traded with the Jacksonville Jaguars for two receptions for 42 yards and a touchdown. So, um, so there's that (laughs) Terrence Marshall, who has been uh, fantastic. The last two weeks only has two targets, 
one reception for 43 yards. DJ Moore, who's been terrific uh, the second uh, second half of the season. Uh, okay, maybe, you know, I, I know we're not there yet, but a good part of the season. Six targets, four receptions, 29 yards, uh, no touchdown. So I'm just, I'm sharing these stats with you just to say, I'm sure a number of people, like, I'm sure, like, a number of people started DJ Moore. Four receptions, 29 yards, no touchdown, not doing anything for you. I'm sure a lot of people went out there and picked up Terrence Marshall, Terrace Marshall, um, off the waiver wire. One reception for 43 yards, no touchdowns, not doing anything for you. Um, Chubba Hubbard was active tonight. He had five carries for 14 yards. His longest was five. Uh, but because he was active, maybe some people did not activate Foreman and you missed out on his 29 carries for 124 yards and, of course, a touchdown. Um, as for Atlanta, you probably played Corderell Patterson, five carries for 18 yards. So, you know, and, and Kyle, like, like I, I'm done. I'm done with Kyle Pitts. Like a part of me is like, I'm always like, oh, do I really want to cut him? Do I really want to, do I really want to like cut him off my fantasy roster? Oh, but I drafted him. I drafted him in like, the, I want to say like the third or fourth round. Like, do I really want to just drop Kyle? P yeah. You know what? I'm done. I'm done with Kyle Pitts. Eight targets. He was, he was the most targeted. He was the most targeted tonight. Drake London was targeted six times. Kyle Pitts, eight. Two receptions for 28 yards. I, I just, I, I can't. I can't. And so Carolina now just kicked another field goal, so now they're up by 10 with 10 seconds left. So Atlanta lost in the first quarter. Atlanta lost in the first half. Atlanta lost the game, and Atlanta did not cover their total points. So, um, yeah, not good. Going into the red, heading into uh, Saturday football. So hopefully I'll have some better picks for you there, especially on, on, on the prop bets as well. I mean, this is just like uh, just an absolute horrible night. Um, and, and the majority, and by the way, the majority of the tickets, the majority of the public money was on Atlanta tonight. So uh, I'm, I know I'm not the only one phone lines are open. 877-710-3776. Bigger conversation to have even after this game is this division. Now you've got, and what makes it really interesting, if you, you've got the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady in Germany getting ready to take on the Seattle Seahawks to potentially take over this division. Can, can he do it? Can he get it done? You know, that's, that's, that's going to be an interesting game. And, and keep in mind, that's an early morning game on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Quick break. We come back. We'll take your calls. Uh, we'll talk some more football right here on uh, 710 ESPN LA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. 
Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Teas and Nutrient Pouches. Visit TeasAndEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. And um, again, uh, Atlanta loses Kip Penna. Embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Um, but bigger picture in regards to how this NFC South is going to play out. Because as we know, the Tampa Bay Bucks are sitting there at four and five. Uh, they're in Germany this uh, this Sunday, early morning game. Just a reminder, eight uh, 9.30 a.m. They're taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Atlanta, because they just lost... Uh, now they're tied at four and five. If Tampa wins, of course, they advance to five and five. The Saints are sitting at three and six. The Carolina Panthers um, are now at. Um, well, wait a minute. I'm trying to refresh here. It hasn't even. It hasn't even uh, registered. But so so it so the Carolina Panthers are three and seven, and uh, the Atlanta Falcons now become four and six. So. The Tampa Bay Bucks have an opportunity here to, uh, to 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 take hold of this NFC South division. In regard to strength of schedule moving forward, the Baltimore Ravens have the easiest schedule remaining in the NFL. Okay, and the Ravens right now are sitting six and three in the AFC North. Cincinnati is right behind them at five and four. Uh, the Ravens have won three straight. Cincinnati, of course, they destroyed Carolina last week. Uh, so they've won one. Cleveland sitting at three and five. And, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers are two and six. But uh, nobody's worried about them. But uh, very interesting. The Baltimore Ravens, again, have the easiest schedule remaining uh, for, for the regular season. And, and they, are, they are at the top of the division right now at six and three. Again, Cincinnati right behind them at five and four. Atlanta has the second easiest schedule remaining this season. Kansas City and then the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Carolina Panthers. Very interesting. When the, when the season started, the NFC East had the easiest schedule, the, the easiest schedule total, okay? Um, of course, Giants, Eagles, Washington, um, and uh, – what am, who am I forgetting? Washington Eagles, Giants, and who am I forgetting? Why am I or in Dallas? So they had the easiest schedule of all divisions, but now where it stands, uh, it's it's Baltimore, it's Atlanta, it's Kansas City, it's Tampa, it's Carolina, it's Pittsburgh, it's Seattle, New Orleans, the 49ers. So uh, those are the teams that have the easiest schedule remaining. Just FYI, interesting to see how this is all going to play out. I put money down that the Atlanta Falcons uh, would would win this division, uh, obviously prior to to this embarrassment. Uh, but I was able to get that at plus one seventy five. I'm really intrigued to see how the Tampa Bay Seattle Seahawks game plays out on uh, on 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 Sunday morning. Um, I'll tell you what I am playing, and I, I came across this, and and I think this is really really interesting. So. It's been, as we know, it's been rough sledding for, for Tom Brady this season, right? I mean, who, who would have expected this Tampa Bay Bucks team to be four and five? Listen, Seattle's good. This isn't oh, going to be a walk in the park in Germany 
for Tampa and and Tom Brady to win this. In fact, my my play here is the over. I like the over in this matchup uh, more so than any side. I, I think this is going to be a competitive game. I'm, I'm not uber confident that the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to come back here to the United States uh, five and five. But nonetheless, um, my, the, the play here that I really like is we know Tom Brady and we know Tom Brady loves breaking records, right? So Tom Brady to not throw an interception on Sunday morning is minus 150. What does that mean? It means you're laying $150 down to win $100. And again, it's, it's as we know, this has not been a typical Tom Brady season. But he's averaging 40 passes a game. And he has seven straight games without an interception, which is really unbelievable to me considering you know, he's been under duress so like pretty much every game. His offensive line is just god awful and he's always under pressure and he definitely has at least one sack every game. But nonetheless, he has seven straight games without an interception. So what does that mean? Right now the record for most passes without an interception is with Aaron Rodgers at four oh two. 402 passes without an interception. And he did that back in 2018. Brady right now is sitting at 373. He's passed the ball 373 times without an interception. So all he needs is 30 more passes from setting an NFL record and surpassing Aaron Rodgers. And again, Tom Brady's all about the records. We know that, right? Seattle also plays a lot of zone defense. Tom's not the greatest quarterback against zone defense, but he's not horrible, okay? Um, so for a dude who passes the ball at least 40 times a game, if I'm talking about this record, you know for sure he's aware that this record exists. So, and he's only 30 passes away from surpassing the record again that Aaron Rodgers have created back in 2018 at 402. So, <laughs> I, I, my my money is on Tom Brady not throwing in interception. So Tyler, Rebecca, agree or disagree? Like this season has been such a poop show for him and, and the Tampa Bay box that I just feel like to me, this is a no brainer. Like this, this, this is, this is going to be the highlight of the season for him to break an Aaron Rodgers record. I disagree. I think he's due. What? I think he's going to, I think he's going to throw a pick to Tariq Willen. Come on. He's going to You watch Tom Brady not only throws an interception, but it's too. Tariq Willen. We'll talk about it next Stop week. Stop it. He's due. Seahawks, the Seahawks you don't, you don't think that he's going, you don't think that, that knowing, knowing how Tom Brady is all about Tommy, you don't think he's going into this matchup going, 
wow, I have a chance of breaking What's Aaron Rodgers' record. Not throw the football. The guy's got to throw the no, ball. No, that's not what I'm saying. Of course, he's going to throw the football. He he averages forty passes a game. What right. I'm saying is, is that he's going. What I'm saying is that he's going to be extremely self conscious of not putting a football in harm's way. Like, can he can he control? You know, a tipped ball. You know, he throws it to. Uh, you know, I don't know, Mike Evans and it, it, it goes off Mike Evans hands and gets tipped and gets interception intercepted. Yeah. Okay. Like, look, that's out of his hands and, and it's very well possible that that can happen. But what I'm saying is I, I, I just truly believe him knowing that this record is attainable. I just, I, I feel that he's going to be uber protective of this ball. And I think he's going to be uber conscious of not throwing balls that have a high likeliness of being intercepted. I just think he's going to be really careful with his pass selection. That's what I'm saying. I think Tom Brady is a really competitive quarterback, and I think that if he's put in a position where he needs to have a drive that puts his team in a position to score, I think he's going to... There's a part of me that says he's going to care a lot less about a record and a lot more about a win. So I'm gonna bet I'm gonna say that Tom Brady will throw an intercept at least one interception this Sunday. But here, <laughs> I I, but here's I, hear, the I hear what you're but, saying. But, I hear what you're saying. I do. But here's the thing: like he he will have a better. I mean, here's what I don't understand with your analogy with with your with your analysis, and that is. He will have a better chance of winning if he doesn't throw an interception. Well, of course, but he also right. he also will be in a position more than likely where he's going to have to put the ball in the air, and once the ball leaves his fingertips, there's only so much control he has. So I'm I'm betting Hawks, but you know me, I'm I'm a Seahawks fan, so I'm I'm going to teeter on the side of bias when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks. But I think the secondary looks good. I think Tom Brady's going to be throwing the ball. And I think it's more likely than not, from where I'm coming from, that one gets picked off. Would you Would you like to make a a a, a personal wager with a case of wine, a um, a bottle a pair of Pellegrino, of ho- a, a bottle a, a of pair, Pellegrino of, when you come in when you come and visit in December, maybe a, a, a pair of Hoka's? I don't know. Like what? What do you want? <laughs> we'll, we'll We'll talk more about it during the break. Okay, you got it. Uh, but I, I again, I just I truly believe I think he wants to break that record. And I think that considering just how horrible the season has been for him in this box and what he's going through and how much Tom Brady loves breaking records. I think he's going to be uber careful with the football uh, this coming Sunday morning. We'll see what happens. Uh, Anita Marks with you. You want to chime in. Now's the time to do so. Um, this is 710 ESPN LA. This is Ben LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. How do I feel right now? Yeah. I feel good. I mean, besides, you know, the the injury, um, you know, get pictures on it tomorrow and uh, and go from there. But didn't do anything, um, you know, extraneous on the play. Just when I landed, I felt a little, uh, you know, 
the spasm or, 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 or strain in my, in my groin. So uh, immediately I just come out after that, after the next play down when I went to the free throw line. Of course, that's LeBron James um, diagnosed with a left abductor strain. That's what we know. A doubtful against the Kings tomorrow and more than likely will not play against the Nets on Sunday. Just FYI. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Carolina Panthers defeat the Atlanta Falcons 25-15. to Yeah, it's uh, it was that bad. It was absolutely brutal. Brutal. To, it was a wasted three and a half hours of your life to watch this matchup, that's for sure. Um, Coming up later on the show, we're going to do a deeper dive into the Rams matchup against Arizona. Of course, the Chargers going up against the 49ers. Ooh, that's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough one. Um, We'll have some fantasy talk for you as well. We'll talk some college football, some big games on the slate, Alabama, Ole Miss, as well as Texas uh, going up against TCU. So we'll have NFL, college football, but... Let's spend some time talking some NBA, getting you up to speed on some scores tonight. Um, the Wizards beat the Dallas Mavericks 113-105. to 105. Atlanta takes care of the 76ers 104-95. Very surprising. I was expecting more from the 76ers this season, but nonetheless, uh, the Heat at home take care of the Hornets. The Hornets uh, on a, a night of back-to-back, um, but the Heat beat them by five. And last but not least... Here, even though I was a huge loser, Tyler, uh, in in this Thursday night football game, I was a big winner in the NBA with the Portland Trailblazers who took care of the Pelicans 106-95 even without Damian Lillard. How about that? I just want the record so to show I was, that I do root for you, for anybody so I was on Daily Wager earlier tonight, and while we were on, literally, like, probably like five minutes before we started the show, it was announced that uh, Damien was going to be out. And so the producers got in my ear, and they're like, Damien's out. Do you want to not play Portland? And I was like, no. What, what's, what's, the sp- what's the spread now? And they were like, so Portland gets nine now as opposed to seven. And I was like, no, I'm not. If you're scared, say you're scared. I'm not scared. Give me Portland with the points. I'll take them. So, um, and here's 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 a big reason why. Um, Portland heading into this game was five and one against the spread, and now they covered. So, uh, so now they're six and one against the spread. Why? They know their identity. Uh, whether it's it's with with Damian Lillard or not, they know their identity. They're a great three point shooting team. They're forty percent from behind the arc. They're one of the best clutch shooting teams in the NBA. They use load management extremely well. They had a few players who didn't play the night before against the Hornets because they they felt they valued this game more so. And uh, and meanwhile, and not to take anything away from the Pelicans, but I just I, I whenever I watch them, they're, they're now they're zero and five against the spread, and I just feel like they're still trying to find their way. Like, I just don't think that they have a true identity yet. And I don't know, maybe that's because Zion was, you know, did not play last season. 29 points, six rebounds, three assists for him tonight. Not bad numbers, oddly. But also, this is a Pelicans team. They live and die in the paint because everything goes through Zion. So when you're going up against a Portland team that even without Damian Lillard are still 
excellent three-point shooters, you got teams that are you got a you got a team that's putting up three points as opposed to a team that's putting up two, and I'm getting nine points. Yeah, I was all over that. So, um, so at least at least I, I won that. And so the Trailblazers beat the Pelicans 106 to 95. Um, ha- have you been have you been watching Tyler? Have you been watching a lot of NBA? Mm, I'm not gonna lie to you and say yes. Okay, well that's good. I mean, you know, that's it's a, it's a great start to our friendship. Please I mean, don't lie look, to me. I mean, look, I would watch the NBA if the Lakers were watchable. <laughs> Sorry. Did I just laugh? That was so rude yeah, of me. That was like a that was like a Poo, that was like rude. A poo on you laugh. That's what that was. Yeah, word. yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I'm sorry. Um, and then there's me who works on the Lakers broadcasts and has oh, had to watch every single game for the past 10 years. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is a Lakers team that here and, and I want to have this conversation. And and I and I've been, you know, I've been looking for the Lakers futures because again, like I said, I I always this is a gambling show, so um, I, I like to have the conversation and then include, of course, you know, the futures bets or, or you know, whatever odds are out there. Um, but there's nothing out there right now pertaining to the Lakers, unfortunately. So I have nothing to share with you in, in that regard. But I, I still think that we should have the conversation with this two and nine team. And now LeBron James dealing with, a again, a left abductor strain. That's what's being reported. He's not going to play against the Kings. Uh, on Friday, more than likely, he will not play against the Nets on Sunday. But I guess my question is, you know, and of course, as we know, they they, they lost to the Clippers the night before. Um, I, I, just okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm going to paint the big picture here, and then I'm going to ask the question. And I'm happy to open up the phone lines eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. So this is a Lakers team, and, I, and I'm going to paint this picture doom and gloom. Let me preface, okay? Because it is what it is, okay? Um, this is a team with LeBron James, who's hurt. Um, he, he is breaking down. This isn't the first injury that, that, that has reared its ugly head. We know what time it is with LeBron. You know, a, a part of me feels like he's won his championships He's done that. Does he, does he, I I question and I wonder, is it still in him, in his heart of all hearts to like have that conviction and that commitment and that sacrifice to bring what you need to bring each and every day and each every night to win a championship in the, in, in the NBA? It's not easy. Or is he just coasting for the opportunity to play with his son? Okay, so so let's shelf that for a second. So that's where I stand with LeBron. Okay, and not stay. Listen, LeBron will go down as one of the greatest. I still believe Michael Jordan's the greatest. That's my own two cents. I think a lot of it is a generation thing. I, I think you know there's there's a, a number of um, you know NBA fans that weren't around in the heyday of Michael's. Uh, tenure and and the height of his existence and and really knows just how unbelievably uh otherworldly he was but again that's just my two cents so where does this lakers team stand right now at two and nine um they they don't have legit rotation players they don't have shooters they don't have wing defenders 
um, and and this game right now is is all is all about perimeter players and 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 perimeter player dominance. And the Lakers don't have it. They have no cap space. They have no draft picks. Um, they pretty much gave LeBron James this franchise, and. And, you know, unfortunately, and, and it's, 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 it's his MO in regard to he doesn't like to play with young talent. So Kuzma and all, of course, are no longer here. Doesn't really care about draft picks because that's not going to help him in the present day. And for LeBron, it's all about winning a championship then and now. Right? But he's no longer in his prime. And, um... And and now you're you're also talking about a roster with AD, who's 29, and is definitely has some health issues as well. I just here's 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 my question, and we'll, we'll take a break and we'll come back and and hopefully we'll have some calls and and Rebecca and Tyler I'd love to hear from you guys as well and that is, you know should should Rob just blow this whole thing up. And as soon as LeBron breaks Kareem's record, I know we're anticipating that to happen in January as a Laker. Not Because I, I know a lot of the talk has been like trade AD, trade AD. But, you know, do you need to blow up the whole thing? Do you need to trade AD and LeBron and Westbrook? Do you need, because if you don't, A, this team is on a fast track to nowhere at two and nine. And you're looking really at a decade of irrelevance moving forward because what do you have? You don't have much. So is, is, is now the time, knowing that the writing is on the wall, is now the time to start planning for the future? And I, I, think, I think it's an interesting and I think a necessary conversation to have. This is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA, 877-710-3776. Anita Marks with you. We'll be right back. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll take your calls, talk some more about the Lakers and the future of the Lakers. Uh, in, in the break, I'll check. I'll see some other sites as well to see if uh, any futures bets um, have come on board. Anita Marks with you, 710 ESPN LA. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. So you're saying there's no cavalry coming. We, we have talked a lot early this season about the possibility of some trades. Uh, it does not sound to me like that is still in your head right now. Well, I think for the Lakers, you know, we, we've talked about this. They're, they're really the only assets they have uh, to 2027-2029 first-round picks. They have tremendous value around the league because people don't think the Lakers will be good uh, in those years, certainly. Those will be high draft picks. And, you know, the Lakers' strategy continues to be they're not moving those picks unless they can get back a package that makes them dramatically better. Because once they use those, that's their team, whether it's the trades we talked about, they talked about with Utah, with Indiana. That limits them for really any moves they can make for years to come. 
there's no getting around the fact that this team, uh, listen, this is go very likely going to be a lottery team again this season. Mm. And of course, you know, that New Orleans trade for Anthony Davis, uh, this is a season when uh, the, the Pelicans get a pick swap so they can flip picks with the, with the Lakers and that potential Lakers lottery pick, it's going to New Orleans where they have restocked their franchise, their organization with tremendous young talent, much of which from the Anthony Davis trade, and there's more on the way likely. So that's Woj uh, earlier today on with um, on ESPN Radio, of course, um, with with Greeny and uh, talking about the Lakers. So uh, again, the Lakers sitting at two and nine. Um, uh, the 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 odds for them to win the Western Conference are uh, are thirty five to one. Uh, the odds for them to win the championship are seventy to one. And uh, we all know that's not going to happen. Um, when Benyama is uh, is the uh, oh so coveted uh, player that a number of, of teams are expected to quote unquote tank, wink, wink for um, this this season and and try to get him in the lottery, as we just heard Woj say that the Lakers could and more than likely will be one of those lottery teams. Uh, you know, again, I'm I'm just I'm throwing it out here. You know, wh why not? This is a team right now. They just, you know, they don't have they 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 just don't they don't have a lot. They don't really have anything. Uh, you know, LeBron's injured now. AD is is somebody who we know has had injury history. Um, they don't have a rotation. They don't have shooters. They don't have wing defenders. Um, they don't have cap space. They don't have, I mean, it's just, to me, it's, 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 it's a complete mess. So, you know, why, why not start working your way to the future? Uh, is, is that, does this sound insane? Tyler and Rebecca would, would love for you guys to chime in here. No, it doesn't sound insane. I, and it's been a topic of conversation now for a few days since the Lakers continue to run into problems. They continue to lose games right away you start thinking about, okay, well, obviously the situation as it stands is awful, but what what positives can we pull from this? What what can we make better moving forward so that we're not stuck with a team that underperforms like this for many years to come? So I think, no, I think talking about blowing up the team, I think exploring trades for Anthony Davis, I think you know you're throwing spaghetti at the wall until it sticks at this point it's time for the team to start winning and you're you're doing everything that you can to get them back in the win column listen i don't even think it's but here's the thing i don't think they're winning this year i'm i'm not it's you know and and i and when you say try to get them in the win column you know i i, I don't know if you're thinking i i don't think it's possible to do that this year no no no, now, no not this year no just long okay, long term because like looking I'm, next season looking you know two three four seasons from now you know, because the you know I've 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 heard some talk, uh, and and you know, and, and of course everybody likes to play GM uh, on sports talk radio. But you know, uh, should should the Lakers trade AD uh, in Westbrook to the the Nets for KD? Here's the thing: even if KD goes to the Lakers, and it's KD LeBron, I, I still don't think I don't even think that the two of them combined 
have what it takes to win in the West. You know, it's, it's, you know, and this day and age in the NBA, just, you know, a big two, a big three doesn't suffice. And you, you, know, s- you, you still get a hole you, for you KD. Need, you're not you're not just giving up Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook straight up for KD. You're giving up more than that. Right. You you've got to give no up. There's no way you just you you know KD is the kind of player that you're going to have to give up all of your limbs for, not just a couple of them. And it's not like they have a lot to give up anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, how 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 deep of a hole do you want to dig this franchise in? Well, and that's so, why there's talks of blowing it up, right? Because yeah. if you send if you send away Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and whoever else you feel like you need to send away to recoup some some uh, you know compensatory draft picks moving forward, you you got to start thinking about building your farm up again. And this is a team that, or this is a an issue that a lot of teams run into when they get into the win now mentality. And granted, the Lakers got into a win now mentality and they went into the bubble and they won it all. So. It's not to say that it didn't pay off, but now we're, we're witnessing the byproduct of a win-now mentality, and what you've got is a bunch of old players that aren't performing to the same standards that they used to, and nobody coming off the bench to help them out. I guess, I guess my, also, I guess my question is, is it, is it out of the realm of possibility to not only just trade AD, because I know that's been a topic of conversation as of late, but also to trade LeBron at some point? I don't think anybody's off the table. If I'm the Lakers, I've I've now run this organization through LeBron James for however many years I've done it for, and it's stopped working. Right? We've now hit a point where it does it's not working anymore. Going through LeBron James for you know, the final say for how the team progresses, how the team moves forward, who comes, who doesn't. It worked for a little bit, but it doesn't work anymore. So no, I don't think I don't think anybody's uh, off the table. And and how crazy is it that you know we're sitting here and like we're talking about LeBron like he's a complimentary player now at this stage in his game. Well, he's put himself he's he's put himself in this conversation. He's not he, as he, as a as a complimentary player. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's put himself yeah. in this position. He's he's King James. Yes, he's got this reputation yes he's got you know many rings to show for he's got the clout nobody's gonna strip him of the clout that he has but when it comes to building a team around somebody when it comes to somebody taking a leadership role and holding other players accountable have we seen that from LeBron James no okay so it it will be interesting to see how this all unfolds. I don't see it getting any better. Again, uh, LeBron left abductor strain, doubtful against the Kings on Friday, more than likely will not play against the Nets on Sunday, and that's where this Laker team stands right now. Um, quick break. We come back. We'll kick off hour two. Uh, Sarah Barshop is going to join us. She does an excellent job covering the Rams. What's the latest with Matthew Stafford? Uh, big game, obviously, for the Rams, uh, getting ready to take on Arizona. We know Sean McVay has owned the Cardinals and in, in, in Cliff Berry, but uh, Kingsbury, but none, but none the Cliff Berry, right? Kingsbury. Why am I? Kingsbury? Why am I drawing a? I think his name is Cliff. Kingsbury. Cliff. It's Cliff Kingsbury. There you go. I like Cliff Berry I, way like, more. I'm though. like, why am I? Why am I drawing That's a blank his name here? Moving forward. 
Yeah. <laughs> Cliff Berry. It just, I, I've just, uh, yeah, I've just combined the two. Uh, but anyway, uh, big game for the Rams moving forward. And, uh, but, but obviously so many question marks uh, around Matthew Stafford. Will he be active and attractive? Uh, we'll have the discussion with Sarah coming up next. We'll kick off hour two. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.